Dad, why do we have rules? Well, so people can live together in peace and harmony. Hmm. I don't know if we have too many rules or not enough. Maybe we have too many people. Then we need more rules. Then we have less freedom. What do we do about that? You just put your small thumb on a big question. This is a, a bit of a tighter, a little bit of a shorter episode. Uh, but, I mean, an hour is not really short, but, but uh, let's uh, move on and we don't need to debate how long things are. Um, and uh, <laughs> I was going to make some stupid size doesn't matter joke, but clearly quite often it does. Um, especially when you're listening to a podcast, Joe Rogan, oh my God, three and a half hours. I love you, Ben, but uh, tighten things up. Um, but uh, this is the No Wrong Answers Comedy Podcast. This is episode 10. And uh, who do we have on the show today? Today on the show, well, it was a bit of a mix-up, and uh, it was a bit of, uh, oh, a little bit of confusion on a Sunday afternoon uh, for a 3 o'clock taping that I did. Uh, someone unfortunately dropped out, so I was in a rush, So, um, but uh, we uh, gathered together a, a fistful of people, and uh, at the top of it is... Uh, uh, Leanne Stewart, who's a comedian friend of mine who I've known for ages, uh, she was uh, nice enough to come down and uh, fill in a uh, spot. Uh, Leanne Stewart, um, and uh, she can be found at uh, Joke Girl on Twitter, and uh, she is also on Instagram as well. So if you can find Leanne Stewart at Joke Girl, I'm sure there are the um, steps involved to find her on Instagram. And um, also Dave Hempstead. Uh, who you've seen on uh, many a television appearance, and uh, you can um, find him at DaveHempstead.com. And uh, Dom Pere, who was supposed to be on the later episode uh, that was uh, recorded after this one, but that episode with Jamila Ross and Claire Brousseau is already out, I believe is episode 9. That is a, is a, is a, a really fun time, so go and check that out, episode. And... Um, uh, Dom Pere uh, sat in as well and uh, gave us his input, and you can find him at Dom uh, underscore Pere on the on the Twitter and then um, Facebook as well. So all these guys. Oh, and uh, Ben Miner, you can find you can uh, as uh, requested by Ben, you can Google him, and I believe as Dom mentions, uh, there's uh, only one Ben Miner when you Google him. Uh, I don't believe that. There's probably other Ben Miners out there, but probably the Ben Miner who. Um, is on this episode is the name that will come up first, but I believe he is probably found at uh, on uh, Twitter at Ben Miner, and but uh, for the most part, all these people they're mostly on Instagram, they're almost always on Twitter, and they are definitely all on Facebook, so you can find them there and become fans of theirs after you have heard them on this show. And uh, I think from now on, oh man, I think four people and or two people sharing a microphone is a little bit difficult, but there's because there's four guests on this one. Only three bikes, uh, not including mine, and um, so there's a little bit of conversation that you hear off mic, which is, um, no, that just happens sometimes. So what questions do we ask this episode? Well, I'll tell you. Well, on this episode, the first question that comes out is, uh, number one, uh, as a comic, which is your least favorite way to be introduced to the stage? Question number two is, uh, if you could uh, come back as any animal uh, with your own brain inside of you, uh, what animal would that be? And then we go off on a little bit of a tangent, and uh, we uh, sort of there's a little bit of uh, conversation about uh, uh, commenting on uh, when jokes go the wrong way, or you know when people hear the joke and uh, they don't uh, interpret it and uh, as the way that you intended to. And then uh, we get on to question number three, which is: uh, Have you uh, do you have an interesting shoplifting story? Um, and uh, this one, I don't know. I don't know. I mean. Even if you're not proud of your shoplifting, as long as you're not still shoplifting, uh, you can mention it. I don't see what the big deal is. But um, uh, do you have a shoplifting story is question number three. Uh, question number four is uh, if you could go back to any day job that you've ever had and be paid remarkably well, what day job would that be? Um, I should actually just ask in general next time, uh, what is a shitty day job that you would not want to go back to? Uh, but maybe you'd go back to if you were paid well. But um, the question number four was, you know, if you could go back to any day job uh, and be paid remarkably well, uh, what day job would that be? And uh, question number five is, um, uh, what uh, TV theme would uh, sort of uh, go off? What TV theme would play uh, every time that you entered a, a room where there were people in it? 
So, you know, you enter a room, boom, the Twilight Zone theme goes off. So you get to pick what theme uh, you want, and um, uh, and there you go. I guess I could say what song would, would go off, but then, I mean, that's just too open. I think narrowing it down and making it a TV theme is more fun. And uh, six, of course, we always do the... No, we don't always do, and it's not my favorite, but there is consistency in this one. Uh, question number six is, uh, if um, you had to give up one thing, uh, urinating or defecating, that's right, the old classic. If you had to give up one thing, peeing or pooing, what would it be? And um, then we go from there. Uh, so anyways, uh, you can find all my guests on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter if you try hard enough, or they possibly have their own website uh, like Dave Hempstead does. And you can always find me at uh, Comedian Dave Martin on Instagram. Um, Dave Martin World is the uh, Twitter handle, and uh, the website is DaveMartinWorld.com. And uh, is there another one? Is there another way that people find out who you are and what you do? Uh, oh, and you can find me on Facebook. Uh, you can find the real me. Uh, I'm not hard to find. And then uh, you can join the club, uh, which is uh, Dave Martin is dealing with it. So Dave Martin is dealing with it is, uh, I guess, the fan page. I don't know. I should. You know, I should. I got to get over the whole. This creeps me out having a fan page. I don't know. I know that uh, you know when you're in, uh, you're a, a comedian, a performer. You should just. Uh, oh, you should find joy in promoting yourself. But uh, I don't know why that always still kind of gets under my skin. I got to get over that shit. And you'd think after about, uh, you know, almost 20 years of doing this, uh, I would be over it. But I never am. So uh, I can just uh, try to find someone else to blame uh, for my, uh, my confidence issues occasionally. Um, so anyways, that's, that's the show. Um, uh, give a good listen. Here we go. And uh, enjoy. Goodbye. I mean, not goodbye, but, you know, you'll, you'll hear the episode and you'll have a good time. Take it away. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. No, I don't think that is the first question. It is? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, you're sort of the 5 o'clock one. Uh, what, uh... All right, well, I mean, we could do that one. That's always an enjoyable way to start. No, but... I want to see the 5 o'clock questions now. Oh, do you? No, no, you're not going to. Uh, I'll just start, I'll start off like this. What's, your, what's the least favorite way to get introduced to stage as a comic? For me, it's a reference to my appearance. When I right. was younger, it really bothered me a lot. And often if it was, oh, she's, it was never anything about being funny. But she's really pretty or she's really beautiful. And then the, all the women in the front row would have their arms crossed just glaring at me. What, what because of the beautiful statement? I guess. But I, I, I don't know if it had anything to do with I just didn't understand why that would be mentioned. Or I, I had a female comic that didn't like me very much, and every time she brought me up, she never got my name right. Leanne, How could they not get your Leanne name right? Leanne Stennert. Really? Oh. Yeah. One comic she called me Leanne Stinkard. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's real funny. How about uh, you, Ben? What's the worst way to get introduced to stage? Mine sounds whiny, but uh, it kind of, I know it comes from a good place. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, it does, like, I know it comes from a really good place, but when comics give me, like, uh, an intro where... Like, uh, this guy runs, like, the comedy channel, Sirius XM, and, you know, he works so hard to promote everyone. I just feel like it doesn't really set me up all that well as a comic. Right. It makes me right. feel like I'm this being guy. introduced as a guy who's, like, hanging around the scene, and they're throwing on the show. Yeah. Well, it's almost like, it's almost like you're telling the audience you're, I mean. I have a day you're, job. Your day job, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, again, I know it's coming from a good place. But right. I'm just like, uh, just let them, just, like. You know, I've done just for laughs and toured to Jim Jeffries too, right? That's like, those are relevant things to say. Right. Or just say nothing, and I'm cool with that. Yeah. Funny comic, boom. Or just say they're funny. Yeah. Yeah, here's, yeah. here's another funny guy. I don't know. comes from a good place, so I feel like a dick. Like, have you ever been given it. a card if you've been hosting a show? Have you ever been, ever been given a card to like from another comic? Yeah. Of like, this is what I want you to say? Yeah, I don't. And, and just to set up someone's whole character and stuff like that? Uh, there's always moments I'm like, oh, it's always a, you can always tell how how new someone is if they're giving out a card. I've had like, comics ask me to make fun of them in their intro so they can make fun of me. I'm like, no, yeah, I'm not taking a shot. Like, why do I need to look like an <laughs> asshole so you could be funny? Oh yeah, or then you then you get into that trap where if you do make fun of them, then the first thing the comic says is like, whoa, why would Ben say that about me? That would be, yeah. that would be the the least desirable way to go with that afterwards. Mm. But I always like when uh, or if someone does the whole. Um, if they're uh, 
I had one service where like, oh, your next act, well, he's kind of different. He's kind of new. You never know what to expect. And then you're just sort of like, oh, I'm just doing jokes, man. Don't. And then, you know, then people expect, you know, to come out with like a fucking, you know, sparkler coming out of your ass or like, a, you know, a fucking, you know, big head of cabbage over your fucking melon. But like huffing uh, glue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's a different one. That's that's actually the that's that is still one thing that I still do not. Yeah, that is something I did. That is a, an old character that I used to do. That I'm still. It's still one of those things. Where I'm still like. I don't even sometimes know what was funny about that. <laughs> but it's well, glue guy, man. Yeah, I, I mean, it was entertaining. But it's like sometimes it's like the least thing that you want to be remembered for. You did that on Bullard. I did do that on Bullard. <laughs> yeah. He was one of the few guys that actually have said. Um, I mean, every every comic says this of like, hey, if I ever get a TV show, I'm going to have you on it. And Mike Bullard's really probably one of the few people that have actually followed through with that. So. Say whatever you want to say about Mike, but he stuck to his promise about that. What about you, Dave? What the, your least uh, favorite way to get intro? Worst intro I ever got, I still remember, was uh, at a corporate, and it was uh, <clears throat> the silent auction is closing in uh, five minutes. Uh, the suite table is now open in the lobby. Please welcome Dave Hempstead. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to fight through 700 people that were leaving to try to get to the stage. And uh, it was it was ridiculous. Oh, so I had like even... twelve people left at a seven hundred bit. Like everybody got up and left. Oh, uh, <laughs> Go to the bathroom. Here's your headline. I didn't even know it was coming. Uh, I wasn't even ready. Oh, sweet table. Okay, and then yeah, please welcome Dave Hempstead. What? Can I can I tell you mine? It's it's pet peevey. I guess it's not as bad as that one, but I just had it happen to me like yesterday mm-hmm. or two days ago. So uh, the MC in Edmonton. Uh, Literally pulled out a piece of paper with my printed out bio on it and read it word for word. No. That's pretty bad. That's pretty it's bad. Like so awkward. That's it doesn't newbie. set anything up where it's like, yo, you're going to have a great show. Originally from Ottawa, this man has charisma and wit. I'm like, oh, I wrote this like 10 years ago when I was told I had to have a bio. And it's just awkward to hear read out loud like a robot. Charisma and wit. That sounds like one of the... Like the uh... The stock uh, Yuck Yucks uh, bios that they always they always have razor sharp wit, mm-hmm. and uh, you never know what's going to happen. Or the uh, you know well, gonna yeah, that's because you write them before you have credits, right? Yeah, <laughs> so you have to fill it up with uh, charm and compliments, right? <laughs> this guy's zany, madcap look at the world, and uh, put your age in, and then perspective. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, unique. I used a unique perspective. I think <laughs> one of my bios. Or, or I always like the uh, always leaves the audience wanting more. Right, that's always entertaining. Yeah. And then uh, what, was, what was some of the other uh, horrible ones? I mean, I guess for like for women, that's terrible when they actually. Well, you know, well it's you irrelevant know, when they always say beautiful. Exactly, and you don't hear. And please welcome to the stage the very sexy Dave Hemstead. Like it's just not going to happen. <laughs> and then D- Dave, it's, it's, and if you it's, are they should. Quite frankly, they're going to see that. There's no reason to. I think I think Brian Hat brought me up that way once actually. <laughs> that you're very sexy. The very sexy David. No, yeah, what a, a distinguished gentleman or something. Like that. <laughs> Renaissance man. That's what it was. Right. Yeah. Really. But that's, that's usually but drenched in sarcasm too that people don't want to. But I mean, not that you're people, not a Renaissance man. And people barely care about the intro. That's yeah. the main thing. Is just get it over with quick. I, I don't know the one like. Let's go. A couple of times I've been to New York. People have these amazing credits, and then they get up on stage, and you're just sort of like, "What? Really? Mm-hmm. You?" Or like has a, has written for the Chris Rock show, or of, uh, I think you should always be wary when, when someone gives their credits as writers too, and then they then they go up and do stand up. What's because, the it's the wording has contributed material too? You're like, okay, you, <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you hang around at the uh, the table at the comedy cellar with all the other bigger comics that you can say that your uh, your one line showed up on a TV uh, show. Can I tell you the worst intro I ever gave? Please. All right, uh, Trevor Thompson, Ottawa comic. There was this new material night we had, but every time he did it, he would default to his old jokes. So I introduced him by saying all of his punchlines in a row, <laughs> and then introduced him so he had to do the new stuff. That is cruel. All right, well we'll move on to the next one. <laughs> Oh, you dick. <laughs> it makes it very easy to edit around all the bullshit that uh, other people say when it's just... A, you just held I the can... mic up to a fucking bell. Well, yeah. no, like that's a hotel that make... lobby bell. That makes it easier to edit Every around people's stuff. You just look at that spike in the waveform. Yep. Uh, okay, knowing what you know now, like, okay, if you still had the same brain, um, uh, what animal would you want to come back into the world as? 
Any animal? Any animal at all, but you would like, I mean, let's say if uh, you wanted to come back as a, as like a, an eagle or something like that, you would have Ben Miner's brain, but you would be in an eagle's body. Like a pterodactyl would be pretty cool. Uh, okay. Went well, off the board, didn't I? Yeah. Well, yeah, you went right to dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> but, I asked uh, any animal. I mean, no, that is correct, any animal. But what, uh, what uh, okay, uh, an animal that would still be around today, what would it, uh, what would it be? Oh. I like how you got to get all, like, I had a wrong answer there. No, 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 there are no <laughs> wrong answers. You could be a pterodactyl, but I'm just sort of saying, yours, flying yours around. was wrong yeah. outside of that. Yeah, mine was too off the board. But if you heard the equivalent of a pterodactyl, like, yeah, what's the closest, no cool a raptor, cur- something like that? Yeah, maybe then I'd have to go in another direction and be either, like, I don't know, like a, like a gorilla or a whale. Because <laughs> like, there's some whales that live, like, a really long time. But also to think that you or would have turtle. your brain as a whale, wouldn't yeah. you just get it kind of frustrated of like, well, what else? What am I going to do? Just um, I'm just floating around in the ocean. The fucking ocean's huge, man. I guess there is, and I guess you could sort of communicate with other whales. So I mean, a whale would be a good enough one. And just to say, I wouldn't make money off of my whale brain. Like, <laughs> I'd have a cool pad and shit. I'd have like TVs. <laughs> then you got to figure out a way to actually to communicate with people to sort of somehow generate money, but. See, I always think if I had to, I would always come back as a cat. What? How would I struggle to generate revenue if I was a fucking giant whale with my brain? Well, no, talking. I'm just saying. That's not a revenue struggle. That's no, no. a license to print money, man. <laughs> Check out this giant whale that can fucking talk. Well, okay, and talk. Okay, well, I mean, if you... Can't all animals eventually talk if they try hard enough? Well, no, listen. What? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are, are no, but I mean, it's like... Well, no, no, no. I mean, I know that Planet of the Apes wasn't a documentary, but uh, I just say, like, I mean, an ape could have would have an ape could eventually speak if it just learned to sort of train its vocal cords I don't to do think that. It works that way. I, I don't think it does either. That wasn't a documentary, Dave. No, I know that. I, I stated that I know it's not a documentary, <laughs> but I would almost think, that, like, I mean, some people say uh, dog. What would you come back as, Dave? Starfish. Starfish? Yeah. And with your brain. With my brain, starfish, sit. yeah. Tired of dealing with shit. I just want to sit at the bottom of the ocean and not have anybody bother me. Starfish. They're oh. pretty cool. They just kind of sit there. Yeah, you, you know, just chill. Just with the tide, man. A, yeah, I need a, people suck. What do I want to deal with people for anymore? I would just go to the bottom of the ocean. No one's trying to eat you. You just relax for a while, you know? That would kind of get a little bit boring, though. Wouldn't that be a little bit frustrating at some point if you're just starfishing it? Well, I don't know. I've never been a starfish oh. yet, but I imagine I'd be pretty happy. I have a feeling there's only like one or two correct answers in Dave's head. I don't think that. Yeah, one's I, cat. <laughs> cat or dog. Why well, though, oh, I see, think because people, people are impressed because <laughs> you could have an awesome life as a cat because people are very impressed with anything a cat does. So, see, the whole thing is he's been preparing for this answer. Yeah, he's yeah. been waiting. The only reason the question is there is so he can tell us why he wants to be a cat. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really care about anybody else's answer. You like is that it wrong? Incorrect. Let me tell you about buying my cat. That's really, what the whole, about, so. really, the whole podcast is an excuse just for me to have people over at my apartment. Okay, so. but yeah. like, yeah. What if I, what if I removed starfish? Would you then be a cat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please, just tell me that you want to be a cat. <laughs> But a gorilla would be good too, because yeah. then you'd actually have your own. You could fucking. It'd be the world's most famous gorilla. Yeah, until you got your hands hacked off. Uh, no, why would he be poached? Because he's a gorilla. Haven't you seen King Kong? Yeah, but the moment. See what I would do if I was a gorilla with my brain and poachers are coming after me? I'd just start breakdancing. They'd be like, <laughs> yo, man, we can't shoot that gorilla. Look at him. He's fucking popping and locking. Yeah. <laughs> just get out a pair of bongos. And then you'd be like, holy shit, we can't kill this gorilla. He can play the bongos. He can break dance? Just be a vaudeville act. Yeah. That's what you, <laughs> First thing I'd do if I was a gorilla is set up a revenue stream with a whale so that we could dominate global There'd economy. be no shortage of funds, man. If you were a and giant gorilla or whale with a human there. brain that could communicate. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. You know, if, if, if you were a gorilla, you'd just instantly learn card tricks, and then you could just have a whole touring act. What are you talking about, man? This is a gorilla. It could just be like, I'm a talking gorilla. What's up? What do you want to talk to me But even about? if you couldn't talk... Like, let's say that you couldn't Cause talk. You, it's just because you weren't trying hard enough. Yeah. yeah. If you try hard enough. And if I try harder. Yeah. Yeah, so you want to be... A, you want, so it all comes back to how you're going to make money once you switch to an animal? No, like, no, no. Not necessarily money, money, but I mean, I guess just... I mean, but a bird would be uh, enjoyable as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's why I said pterodactyl before you fucking said no. Well, I'm just... Okay, well, if, if, if you'd just gone eagle, the... we could have moved on to question three. <laughs> 
Uh, if you were around in dinosaur times, though, then that would be kind of frustrating if you have your own Pterodactyls were gliders to begin with. Yeah. They didn't really fly. Yeah. They, just, they, just, they just jump off of shit. That's did true. I, did I tune out, by the way? Did we get the answer on why you want to be a cat? <laughs> That's just because you, people are impressed that... Uh, well, I'm just thinking of if you had a human brain and you were a cat, then people would be like, oh, my God, this cat can do anything. We're going to make it famous. We could make it like a, it would be like a grumpy cat. I yeah, feel the same, same way about a whale. <laughs> yeah, that's my gorilla whale logic. Well, no, 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 no. Your gorilla whale logic still stands, but uh, I don't know. How much, what, what, how much could a gorilla whale do? I don't think you said the do? question up right. You should have said, which uh, animal would you like to be uh, reincarnated being in? a novelty act? Oh, okay. Because I think what you're saying is you're trying to figure out how we can See, I'd do be party a tricks man. as other animals. I'd be yeah. a businessman. I'd be like, imagine that at the boardroom, fucking me like tabling an offer, then pounding my chest, fucking flipping oh, like hand. a business gorilla. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd be a business gorilla. Like, this is what we're doing this quarter. Yeah. Just throw the table. Oh, exactly. The room. Like just pound my chest and you're a whale and set up like a boardroom in the ocean. I don't like anything. I just flap my tail and I like, sink the board. Like, I like the business gorilla. I like the idea of just, and then you get frustrated with some of your ideas that the, uh, at the board meeting, and then you just throw some feces around the... Well, uh, no, because it's my brain. Right. Uh, yeah. But then you'd want to do a couple of expected gorilla things, I suppose. I don't think gorillas throw shit. I think it's only monkeys that do that. Really? Gorillas are too fucking badass to throw feces. You're just gorilla, you just pound your chest. I think, I think throwing feces is pretty badass on its own. Well, it's never lost a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I think it started a lot of fights, too, though. I'd yeah. be an octopus. Yeah? Yeah. That's it. No explanation. <laughs> <laughs> And I think the they're the coolest animal, you know. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, would you rather have, like, an internal GPS uh, or an internal calculator or an instant uh, Yelp review ref- referencer? Calculator. Calculator? Yeah. Okay. Why a calculator? Real-world applications. But I think a GPS one would be great, too. Yeah, but I could, like, calculator, I could suddenly become a scientist, you know? Yeah, but they already have calculators that could sort of do everything. Yeah, but it's not in my head. Fuck. Okay, sure. All right. Okay. All right. They, okay, they, they have calculate. everything you mentioned. Yeah, everything. They already exists. have everything you just said. I know that, but so, I mean, one that you, you wouldn't say need that a phone is your for. argument. Then, <laughs> said, well, don't pick that one because you could just. I wasn't saying. Exists. I was not saying don't pick that one. I was just saying why a calculator over a, a GPS or an instant. Because it was basically build. turning into an instant scientist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Cool. So, Dave Hempstead, what would you choose? <laughs> Do you want to be calculator too? <laughs> well, sure. I don't really uh, see the value in anything else. You don't see the, the value GPS, in having a GPS. Having a Yelp review reference would be annoying as hell to have in your head. Just everybody putting reviews into your head nonstop. Everybody's. No, I didn't like the server we had. You would only the... access it if you needed it. Yeah. So it's like you're outside a coffee you... shop, you get the review right there. Oh, I'm not going in. Yeah, I think the calculator would be the, the most valuable. I'm going with Ben on that one. Yeah. I think I would, well, I would personally go with a GPS because then I wouldn't need to sort of keep referencing an actual GPS. I'd always know where I was. Yeah, I'd go for the GPS too just because I have a terrible sense of direction. It's like I know the streets in Toronto just by the subway. I mean, the Yelp reviewer one would be good, too, because then you could, if you were actually at a restaurant, you could sort of look it up in your own head what it would already be mm-hmm. without having to reference You do that before you go to the restaurant. You could do that, too. <laughs> I don't know. It's about input and output. So, like, a calculator is fine, but if you don't know the equation you're looking for, like one of those big, long calculus ones, you, if you don't understand math, the calculator is pointless. GPS, at least you can find yourself. You can ask for an address. And Yelp, to his point, is just a pile of angry people being like, my reservation was late. Like, it's kind of worthless information. I'd take that GPS thing a couple hundred years ago, maybe. Especially if we were still charting some maps or something when it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yes. But uh, outside of that, I think calculator is the one you're going to. I don't know. It depends how much you travel, I guess, for that GPS. Yeah, but if you're really good at math, yeah, and if can, it runs on calculate. data, that's just ripping you apart in the bills, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which I could calculate for you. I could yeah. tell you how much that's going to cost. No, but it's all, it's all in your own head. No, I looked up a Yelp review on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all in your own head. There's no uh, rules. To, uh, there's no uh, data to worry. Do you about. look up Yelp, Dave? Do you ever? Never. I don't. Why? Why Yelp? Why did you put that in the list? Because like, I'm just trying to think of like things that people have on their phone that if they could take them off their phone. 
then and then just have them in their own head. They wouldn't have to use all the time. I thought about making like like Soundhound, where you could just immediately identify I'd any like song, a messenger of some sort. Like if I could text message or Facebook message just in my head and send that off to people and get responses, that yes. would be dope. That'd be great. You know, not telepathic or anything, but like just sending it, just getting it out of the way. But then you'd still have your phone to check those. But no, you said whatever you could take off your phone and just have it be in I'm your like, own head. Yeah, if I could just walk around and be like, get a message and, re- and return one, that'd be awesome. But I just thought it'd be annoying because I couldn't say I didn't see it. No, yeah. but you want to be like Iron Man kind of thing. Then you want to have one of those, yeah, like a heads up cool. display. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever have you ever read Have you ever picked up any common cards and, and just started reading those? Like oh, absolute people, comedy, common yeah. cards that people have already filled out. Yeah, at absolute comedy, yeah, you can get some weird ones, but. Actually, nine times out of ten, they're pretty. They're generally pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. yeah, but you'll get the occasional weird one that's just like someone focused on some aspect of your joke. You know, something weird. You know, like I, I don't know what happened in your head, kind of thing. Like I remember a headliner got reviewed for being like it was a bad like the review was positive in this guy's face, like the way that he wrote it. Sorry, but it was like really loved the anti-gay stuff and they like, <laughs> gave him like a big star and the guy was like i made a joke about how it's wrong to be homophobic and this guy took it in like i get what you're doing yeah this yeah. is awesome I'm like that's that's an uncomfortable review to get because you're like now my content can be viewed differently and it makes you question your creative energy have you ever got a uh have you ever has it ever thrown you off when someone's like laughed a little bit too hard at like almost like the wrong kind of like well, like what Dom was experiencing with the... Uh, having... He's setting up like a racist bit, and you're talking about the person being racist, and then they laugh at the racist shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, no, God, that's not the... I do it, yeah. Uh, I can take it back. Sorry. I had that exact experience. I did a, a, a joke. I thought I'd found like this incredible joke where I could actually say the N-word in it, and it worked like really well, and I was like, oh, this joke might actually work. Uh, but then a dude laughed at it and he started saying that word over and over again. And I, I have this, I have this on tape. It was like Joanna Downey was hosting the show and it got really uncomfortable because we ended up getting this guy, like we got rid of this guy and I gave him a million times to like get out of it being like, you're not actually racist. And he declared to the whole audience that he was, and he started saying the word over and over again. And then a fight almost broke out with like K Trevor Wilson and Gavin Stevens and Ryan Horwood. And I was like, this joke I am never doing again. I thought I'd, I'd experimented with something. And I was like, I'm never touching this ever again. If I ever see someone's hate come pouring out of them because I think it gave them license to do that. Right. I'm like there are certain topics I'm like, I just don't want to encourage disgusting things to reveal themselves publicly and feel like it's okay to be that way. The, uh, do you have a, uh, do you have a shoplifting story from your past that you could tell us? No. None? Have you ever shoplifted? I have, yeah, but I'm not going to glorify it now. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be glorified. You could it, regret so. it. I wouldn't want young fans out there to hear me telling this story and then go, Dave Hempstead did it. Now I'm going to do it. I think it's uh, it's wrong, and you shouldn't do it. You've never shoplifted. Yeah, I took uh, I took a couple things along the way. No. <laughs> well, Everybody has. I haven't. No. You've never shoplifted? Never, I was too chicken shit. Even when you were shit. a kid? Yeah, I was too chicken shit. My friends would, and I'd be like, huh. uh, no. Well, we I was a little fat kid. I knew I would be able to run away. Anyway. The real question I dealt with was uh, bulk items. If you took a couple of chocolate almonds out of a bulk item, how many before it was shoplifting versus oh. sampling? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't <laughs> abide Five? by that. Sampling is stealing. Sampling is stealing. I think sampling is stealing straight up. I, yeah. I get it. I get it. Maybe you're like, I want to try one. It's easy to pay for that beforehand. It always weirds me out when I see people eating bags of chips that they haven't bought yet yeah. in the grocery store. I'm like, I guess it's implied you're going to get it. But also, when I used to work at a grocery store, you'd find those bags stuffed behind crackers or something. They just yeah. acted like they were going to pay for something and then didn't. Yeah, yeah I've always had, I've had that one where you go to a, like at some grocery stores where they actually have like you can buy like hot food and stuff. And then I'll get like a um, like the one that's uh, off uh, just off Lakeshore. That Loblaws there. You can get a pizza, and you're supposed to pay for it when you actually go through the cash register. And then you're going up and down the aisles, and you're eating your pizza as you go. Yeah. And then by the time you get to the cash register, you've finished it. And then there's always this moral thing of like, well, do I pay for the pizza that I just ate? Yeah, you yeah. do. Otherwise, yeah. you're yeah. a thief. That's know, how yeah, that works. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know not, that's how it works. Really it's not even remotely complicated. complicated. <laughs> no, it's not really. A lot of gray area here. Shopping. Hmm? Like you've got a pizza on you when you're grocery shopping? No, no, no. I bought, uh, like, you know, if you show up to the pizza place, if you show up to the grocery store and you're hungry 
And because uh, then you're going to then you buy food, man. No, you buy food. But if you're hungry at the time, I just got a picture in my head of you walking around produce eating a pizza. Like a whole pizza. How big <laughs> Not is a whole a pizza? pizza? No, just the no, they sell slices at the one that's down at the uh, at the one off uh, Lakeshore. So you get a slice while you shop. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, what's wrong with that? That's funny. The guy can have a slice of pizza while he's shopping. I'm not throwing yeah, a flag on that one. Grease all over everything. But the, Are uh, you okay? Like, do you need money? Are you all right? No, no. <laughs> how, that's not a reflection of me, me, me needing money. <laughs> I'm just saying it's this? weird when you go up you're to really the grocery. Focused st- on this pizza scam you're pulling off. Well, it's not much of a scam. It's pretty low. <laughs> it's like it's pretty low level. Have you, how yeah. many times have you decided not to pay for the pizza? I've always paid for the pizza, and I've thought about uh, not paying for the pizza every time. But every but time always, you but, pay for but it. But every time I pay. But I've always gone up to, I usually have this, like the crust of the pizza I'm still finishing while I'm like. The, then that, he has this exact same conversation. That, eh? You're yeah. just chewing on a crust of pizza. Going, uh, <laughs> Here's five bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not about to pull the whole, like, I showed up with this slice of pizza. But it's weird that you do, it's weird that you find it out to pay for something after you've eaten for it because that's the standard protocol at all restaurants. Uh. Yeah, it is. But I, th- I think at most restaurants, you're actually also paying to sit there and eat as well. Well, that's your prerogative. Well, I'm not. Yeah, but that's. Have you ever dined and dashed? No. Never? I did it once. We just didn't have enough money. We were young, like 13, 14. It was at Mr. Green Jeans. We wrote her a note. Right. Like, really sorry, but you know, we don't have any money and just left. I felt pretty bad about that. Well, the first argument would be like, well, you knew that you didn't have enough money when you sat down. Yeah, so we knew going in that uh, we were going to do you doing the dash. Was, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, not completely, but it was kind of unspoken that we were going to do that. But I did get, I got arrested when I was 12 for shoplifting. It was like a lipstick and an eyeliner, I think. And it was uh, Zellers at Victoria Park in Danforth. And they were like, you're never allowed in here again. And I never went in that store again, even when I was 30. Like, not allowed to go in there. But yeah, they dragged me down the station, treated me like a criminal. Yeah. They took you down to the station? They did. Oh, wow. And, and a plainclothes detective was screaming at me, like, how many times before have you stolen? But yeah, but they had no charges. The worst thing, I was just uh, dreading my mother's reaction, which was much, much worse. I know. I, uh, I think I was like 13 when uh, I, was, I was downtown with a whole bunch of friends, and then that was the whole thing. Hey, the other afternoon, we're going to go shoplifting. And that was what we were supposed to do that afternoon. And then I was like sort of new to the group. So I was like, oh, I don't know where they want to do that. Why are we going to? And then, um, and then uh, they was like, I know a couple of friends of mine had like stolen a couple of cassettes and stuff like that. I'm trying to scratch mm-hmm. myself with one hand. And uh, so, uh, and so I felt all this peer pressure to go and steal something by the end of it. And uh, so I was literally leaving the A&A record store and I hadn't shoplifted anything. So I felt all this peer pressure. So I just grabbed a pack of batteries and with my uh, like my back towards the entire store. It must have looked so obvious because my hand just went up like this. Uh, go, I meant about to dip into my jacket to leave the batteries there. And, uh, and I didn't even really want them. I just felt, oh, I have to prove to myself to my new friends that I can shoplift too. And then so as I was leaving the store, the guy actually grabbed me and then fucking dragged me back in. And I was like 13. I just started to bawl my eyes out. And they called the cops down there and everything like that. And then, uh, of course, I mean, but I, I didn't get dragged to the station. No, they tried to scare me, and they did. I never, I never stole again after that. So, um, but yeah, when I got home, I, they drove me home in the cruiser, and then my mom made me walk to the store and apologize to the manager. And I just remember thinking, oh, it's $4 worth of stuff. What's the big deal? But it did. It scared me straight. Yeah. Well, I guess that works. There's yeah. Not a, lot of, not a lot of leg room in the back of those cruisers. No. I've noticed. Oh. But it was pretty scary. As an adult, you've noticed. You know? Yeah. Well, I had one bad scare. The thing about the shoplifting thing, I, I, I like that you said the lipstick and stuff, is I, I dated a girl who was like pretty well off. Like she was making good money, but she would routinely uh, steal lipstick or mascara because I guess it's, I don't really know, but I guess it's kind of expensive, but it was her like, fuck you to Shoppers Drug Mart or something. <laughs> and I would... Honestly, every time I'd be like super uncomfortable and disappointed with her. I'm like, like I'd be in shoppers with her or Loblaws or something. Be like, you haven't taken anything, right? And I'm like, I don't, I can't look at anyone less than like, man, you're supposed to give to charity with the money you make, not steal lipstick. That's just so pointless and character flaw, you know. Well, there's a high, there's a high in a certain rush. People that was definitely an issue. I really did not appreciate that. I like, I at first, the first time she told me, I I kind of laughed, like, "Well, what a chaotically weird thing to do." And then by third time, I'm like, "You're just not a good person," you know. <laughs> I, I know I don't like you. Don't 
No, no, you don't. <laughs> but there's a high, and there's like a rush that people get out of stealing too. I guess that, maybe she, she was she was a government worker, so maybe she needed to feel alive. But, but the majority of the people that actually do end up stealing stuff actually do have the money to pay for it. So a lot of the people that do shoplift. Yeah, Winona Ryder. Remember that one? Yeah, free yeah. Winona. She's a millionaire and she's stealing lipstick. Didn't she try to? Didn't she say that she was trying to do it to stay in character for some movie or something like that? So I would say. Nah, they wrote it off like <laughs> that's sort of. They're they like, yeah, maybe, and you're like, nah, no, you're not even booked on anything. <laughs> like, I've only, I've only done one dine and dash once when it was. Uh, we literally asked for our bill three times, and we waited about mm, between like thirty and forty minutes to get our bill, and then it just and we were just completely ignored, just and then asking the server over and over again, and then we were finally okay. Forty minutes we've been waiting here, and we didn't even know what we actually had to owe them, so we just all fucked off. Could have ballparked it, but yeah, it feels shitty. No, at that point too, though, that's a bit on yeah the restaurant. That's like that's not a dine and dash. That's uh, okay if you're not gonna bring my bill. Like I gotta go. No. Yeah. Then uh, that I could almost let you off the hook on that one. Right. <laughs> uh, would you have rather? Okay, would you rather have a, a street, hospital, library, school, or subway station named after you? I've given you four answers. Well, they don't name hospitals after you. You buy a hospital. I'll tell you, it's not looking good for me uh, opening a hospital. Uh, well, why not? Uh, I think you're great. I, just, I think I'm a little shy. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I had to put some money aside a little earlier. I, st I still think you got a lot of potential in you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a library, though. I think I could get a library. I don't think. Library. Who, who do they name libraries after? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like one. I'd like a very small. I need to get one of those take a book, leave a book things you put on your front yard, you know? Oh, one of those. Uh, name that like after me. Looks like a bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, the, the Dave Hempstead Dave Hempstead Community uh, Library. Uh, it's like literally on your own front lawn. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's my been, library. Spent like 400 bucks on a plaque for it. It's all <laughs> it's all golf, golf joke books. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like sort of saying that you want to, if you have like one of those take a penny, leave a penny, and that's, you're going to consider that a bank. That's yeah, my that's bank. right. Yeah. That's my bank. I'm open a... That's my library that I'm going to open. Though, what I would think. you want to have named after you, Ben, if you had a like, school, library, uh, or street? Street would be all right, unless something horrible happened Yeah, street it. would be cool. Like, the street you like grew up on, that'd be cool. Would you like to be a road or a lane? Do you care? <laughs> Minor uh, boulevard, that kind of thing? Street. I think a street. Minor street? Yeah. Or Ben Minor. Ben Minor boulevard's all right. That's not too bad. It's or Avenue nice. would be cool. Ben Minor Avenue. No, Dave, that's horrible, Dave. That's not horrible. Right. <laughs> just go to street. I'm joking. <laughs> that's horrible. I we keep falling for these. Dave, do you want to just tell us the one that you want to have named after you? you? Yeah. So I, don't really, I think Subway might be a subway station would be there kind of go. tough to have. Do you want a Subway, Lynn? Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's underground. It's going to be there for decades, unlike libraries. We can't afford to buy a hospital. So I'm pretty much out of options. I would definitely take the the subway for sure. Stewart Station. Stewart Next Station. Stop, Stewart. Next stop, Stewart, Stewart Station. Station. Doors open on the right. And Dom, if you had a choice, what would you want to have named after you? I I still think I could do this if I try real hard. Uh, do hospital. I think I think I always notice those names when I drive by those hospitals, and I'm like, you can tell who's obviously a powerful family. Uh, yeah, exactly. But it also is like. Man, maybe those people are jerks, but a lot of that money goes to things that I like care about. You no know? one's got a hospital named after them in Toronto. They they have a, a few like they Western, have wings. It's Western. all cancer wings and stuff. Yeah, you know, those you know what'd be awesome? Hospital, though. What I think would be awesome is like if it was like Ronald McDonald for like sick kids, you know. But it would be like Don Parade sick kids or something yeah. like that. That that I would really that'd be nice, you know. Uh, okay, uh, what is one of your day jobs from your past that you would uh, go back to doing if you got paid like a, like let's say like a like a half a mil to do it, or a, or just even if you got paid really really well to go back to one of your shitty day jobs that you actually enjoyed? I would doing. Go back and do any of them for five hundred. No, grand. You can't think of any day job that you would go back to for. Uh, no, no. I mean, what? for half a million dollars a year. Would I would you? I would go back to waitressing for half a mil a year. It would be hard, but that's a, that's a nice piece of coin. I would do it for that. But that's pretty much it. Hundred thousand? I don't think so. I still have nightmares about waitressing, and it's been about twenty years. Well, don't even think about the money aspect to it. But if you get paid really, really well to go back to one of your day jobs, 
uh, from your from your past? Which one? Well, would it's it be? been a long time since I had a yeah. day job, and the ones that were available to me back as a teenager weren't exactly great. So it's not like a job that you go. Oh, Dom man. and I worked at the same day job years ago. Yeah, in what was Ottawa. That? Oh, yeah, and that call center Converges. thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would never go back there no, for all the money. That, that was one of those jobs. Terrible. No, it was one of those jobs that honestly just is so mentally draining. It awful. It's, it's like going for half a million a year, uh, you can be depressed every day. I'm like, I don't really want to do that. But can I get fired? Because then I might go back to like Home Depot. Because yeah. uh, I had a job there for a while, and that's like pretty straightforward, easy. And I'm just part-time, and I'm making 500 yeah, you know, grand a year. Fine. I went to the golf store. I could go back and do that. I could set yeah. people up with golf clothes for. But like, meal. but like, always suck at it. Like, show up late. Always be booking off. Like, yeah. I, I kind of work there. Kind of. A... <laughs> uh, all right. Here, I'll ask one of the questions from uh, one of the ones we did yesterday. Okay, if every time you walked into a room, a uh, with an, and there were people in it, uh, and a, a TV show theme would play, what what TV show theme would it be? Sanford and Son. That is a good one. Someone said that yesterday. I like yeah. that one though. That, was, that is a good one. No one's gonna feel bad if you you know every time you walk in the room and that was playing. Yep. I said the A team once before. Mag once before. How many times? As in yesterday. How many times have you? Yeah. Magnum PI be good. I don't remember the Magnum PI theme. Just as you walk in, sure. And Dave, your what would your uh, theme think, be? I'm thinking. Uh, please come back to me later in the panel. And Dom, Doctor Who theme song, bro. I love this thing. Nice. Very theatrical. It's no bell, but I'll take it. It gets somewhere. It's like there's there's like da 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 da. It's pretty cool. <laughs> and it's been going around for what, like 30 years? Yeah. And there's like 15 different versions with all the same kind of thing. Dope. Anyway, uh, sorry. No, 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 no! I wish I, wish I had. No, it's better. Yeah, I wish I had them all queued up. But with that, you you would be Doctor Who. Yeah, man. I'd go with Dukes of Hazard, I guess, and then I'd cut it off real quick. Just a good old. Bo- hey, everybody, how are you? And then I <laughs> walk in before. Yeah, not necessarily the whole song has to play because yeah. I mean, that's a three-minute song, and then so you'd enter the room, and then everyone would be like, "Okay, well, different strokes would also out? be good." Mm-hmm. That yeah yeah that would be but the uh, Alan Thick version. Is there an Alan Thick version? Yeah, it's him singing it oh, in really? the early season. I don't remember that he one. Composed it. He did the uh, song for Growing Pains as well. And Facts of Life. And Facts of Life. Yeah, yeah Facts of Life would be a weird intro song to to walk into a room. Da, 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 boys, you hate da, 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 investigate. Yeah, pretty bad show. All in the family. Yeah, with the two of them. Mm-hmm. Those were the days, and we knew who you were then. <laughs> I think uh... girls were girls and men were men. <laughs> Mister, we could use a man like Herbert Hoover again. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. No, no. <laughs> the uh, I think uh, the Price is Right would be a good one to enter into a room with because everyone's gonna feel good. All right, well, let's do. We'll do this one. Okay, a name uh, in your own opinion. What is the uh, the most underrated band in history, and what's the most overrated band? Well, I think Queen. If like, I think Queen should have gone down as like the all time greatest rock band. Just the versatility of Freddie Mercury's voice and how he could just nail any style. If people wouldn't have been so mm. prejudiced against gay people in the eighties and seventies, I think that wait, Queen, what? He was gay. Yeah, <laughs> I could get, get behind you on that one. I think Queen yeah, is Queen like Freddie. There's no greater vocal, vocalist than Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's valid. But it's funny with the with Queen. It wasn't until about ten years ago where I realized, oh, it's called Queen. Oh, yeah. I had made no connection because they're British. No, because I, yeah, but I, I, I just put it together, and it, yeah, it was just one of those things. Well, what part did you just put together? That Queen was probably reference to his sexuality. That's what I thought once I thought about it. I mean, yeah. yeah. No, there's like literally saying? a joke where David Spade was like, he learned that Freddie Mercury was gay, and he's like, should have picked it up. The name was Queen. Queen. Right, there yeah. you go. I don't think that was the only. Wait, what's was the other the end only, of this? That could have been the only reason why they were. Uh, Overrated. Most overrated is Kiss. They suck. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a pointless, like their song basically repeats. Their biggest song is like, I want to rock and roll on that party every day. And they say it something like a hundred times in the same song. And it's like three minutes long. It's the worst. It, it's not good rock. I don't even like Gene Simmons yeah, as a person. there's part where they say, you keep on shouting, you keep on shouting. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, not just, I guarantee you, <laughs> that was a producer being like, guys, we can't just have this yeah. be that one sentence yeah, for yeah, two yeah. minutes. You say you want to go for a spin, the party's on, so just let me in. I'm out. I hate it. I Kiss blows, dude. They like they're bad marketing. They're they knew marketing. they sucked. They needed to dance or like or like to to you pump it up with the fucking. They're great say they're not oh, yeah, I should say yeah, they're a bad band with great marketing. That's what I should say. Yeah. Well, they're not good. At least Gene Simmons has always been up front and said, "Okay, well, I just want to be a rock and roll." Brand. Yeah, he's up front as being not a good person in a shitty shitty band. Like I'm, I appreciate the honesty, and I I, I stand by you, and I I say even more so. <laughs> I don't like Kiss at all. I think I think a lot of the times with Kiss, it's more the fans of Kiss that I don't like over than the actual band. But I would agree that Kiss is an overrated band. Yeah, and, and underrated. Queen. Yeah, I think we all agreed on Queen. I mean, like, I don't know, like well, so the the ones that are amazing. I'd say uh, maybe I'm this my Canadianness, but the the hip. Yeah, good call. Uh, being underrated globally, I think, is uh, unfortunate because True. they've got some uh, incredible songs. Yeah, like we're at the point where we love this band, like it's in our it's in our heart and our blood. We gave them the Cana- the Order of Canada the other day, mm-hmm. but like they never really cracked on the international level. No. But I, I think they're kind of yeah, amazing. So I would say they're pretty underrated. Yeah. Well, well, don't you think a lot of Canadians liked the Tragically Hit more because they never cracked the U.S. market Maybe. and they were solely ours? Maybe, but they're still underrated globally. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't know. I think Queen slammed it, like, hard. I, I would have, like, honestly, I was initially thinking Prince, but I was like, everyone loves Prince, man. Like, he's amazing. So I don't. I you don't never know. hear Queen thrown around with, like, the Beatles and Stones and the Doors or whatever you want, but mm-hmm. they should be. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Well, then what, why? What was, what was holding Queen back as far as not getting that, that to that next level? Prejudice. Yeah. Yeah, but, you think it was? Really? What? Well, no, no, no. I'm just, I was just... <laughs> no, but like Ben, Ben like actually said that earlier. <laughs> no, That's no, why no. it's surprising us that you're asking why. Well, I'm just trying to keep the conversation going. But Ding! I, just... <laughs> I didn't hear no bell, man. Well, that doesn't mean, that means we haven't moved on yet. Well, it's the only thing that could possibly explain it is that people were prejudiced against them for Freddie Mercury's lifestyle choice. Not his choice, but just how he lived his life. He was a gay man in the 80s and... Rocking and rolling in the seventies, and people couldn't deal with that. He's an open, openly gay man, and I think that people tried to punish him as a result. Maybe I don't know the specifics, but you could assume that they didn't get the same radio play, or they didn't get the same distribution, or they didn't get the yeah. same general infrastructure as to put a tour together that the other big bands did. But I think that the talent was absolutely there, but they were punished because Freddie Mercury was an openly gay man at a time when there was AIDS hysteria, yeah. and the world was absolutely just completely homophobic and prejudiced against anybody that was in the same sex relationship. Relationship. Yeah, and then Liberace was embraced by the world. But he wasn't openly gay. No, 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 no. He was he was in the closet until the very he end. Was as, he never he was came as out. open as you could be without being yeah. openly yeah. gay. Yeah, you which can't. to Ben's point is why Queen probably didn't get as much love in the beginning because they pushed the envelope and actually like opened up to the world. Is like, yeah, he's and gay. That's great. Nobody awesome. had more sounds than than Queen too. Like you look at songs of Bohemian Rhapsody to crazy little thing called love you wouldn't think that's the same band if you didn't know who they were right and you listen to those two tracks back to back you think those are two different bands just absolutely nailing it uh, bicycle yeah. yeah such an upbeat light song. it's ridiculous or you like yeah. the amount of stadium ballad like uh, we will rock you which yeah. is yeah. just an yeah. enormous piece name another band that's had that many hits of that di- like the beatles maybe have had like that mm-hmm. many different sounds that many different hits but queen should have been and should be in that upper, upper echelon of music history that should be regarded in the same light, I think, as the Stones and as the Beatles. Yeah, no, I agree. Totally. Yeah. I, no, agree. I think we all agree on that, for sure. Ding. And then, and then, overrate, and then uh, overrated? I like no, hold on. I just really want to know, why is it that Queen was underrated? Is there, <laughs> was there some reason underneath all of this? <laughs> well, I think Ben already had said that a couple <laughs> yeah, times already. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, here, we'll do this one. Everyone enjoys this question. If you had to give up one thing, uh, urinating or defecating, what would it be? Oh. Like one thing that you don't have to do for the rest of your life. Uh, Ooh, this is a very valid question. Yeah. I, okay, whatever. It's going gonna to get gratuitous, but uh, straight up, I still I like taking a dump. Yes, uh, so I'm going to 
skip the peeing thing because I can go drinking and not worry about it. Yeah, exactly. Same, yeah. There we go. Drive forever. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's on board. Uh, Leanne, where do you stand? Uh, ditto on the dumps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ditto dumps. I mean, I, it's a pleasure, I, really, isn't it? It's a nice time. I mean, well, I, I, the time. bathroom for me is also a library. Yeah, yeah. So There's you put the two done. of them together. That's happy times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Until you get that red rim around your ass. And it's like, it's time to get it up. It is a lot harder to spell your name. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard to spell your name and poop. Oh, poo, I see. Okay. P, uh, well, see, I've never really done it with my P. It's a series of Warshak tests that you leave on the snow. <laughs> what and Dave you yourself? Never, uh, <laughs> well, geez, there's so many choices here. Pee or poo? Um, <laughs> what a tough decision! <laughs> Such a stupid question. Uh, I'll stick with the poo. I, I enjoy my poo. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever try to think of just nothing? Yeah, pretty hard, isn't it? Yeah, something always keeps sneaking in there. All right, all right, all right. There we go. Good job, everybody. Uh, that was a fun episode. You know, it was uh, tight. It was clean. It was to the point. The bells went off, and the answers were given out. And um, what can I say? Fe- big thanks to uh, Leanne Stewart, Ben Miner, Dave Hempstead, and Dom Perret for uh, coming down and chatting and answering some questions. And um, uh, tune in next time uh, when we'll have a, a different collection of guests. And uh, the next two episodes that uh, I recorded just this past weekend were a lot of fun. Uh, a bit of a longer episode to those two, but um, still a, a good time had all around. So uh, I hope you had a good time listening to this. Uh, please uh, f- uh, rate us, subscribe to us on iTunes, and um, what can I say? Soon will be available on Stitcher, and that is an app for your smartphone. And uh, oh my gosh. Um, uh, we're we're into December now, so uh, the best of you for uh, <laughs> the best of you. Uh, anyways, and uh, enjoy your uh, your Christmas and whatever the hell you celebrate, and uh, have a good time doing it. And uh, be nice to everybody. And uh, please uh, tune in next time, and, and there will be a whole new set of questions. And of course, there will always be no wrong answers. Take care. Goodbye.